It's there. It's one of the Hollywood Kaiju bad boys, Brandon Kirkman. And I'm here to tell you, please rate and review us on iTunes so it can feel like all the hours I put into editing stupid jingles is worth something. Also, a reminder, we have an email at podzukipodcast at gmail.com. Email us any questions, concerns, or erotic fanfictions you have of Godzilla kissing Charles Barkley. Anyways, bye, episode. You get it, come on. It's the image. Render unto Ghidra what is Ghidra's. Ten to one he sees you through a beaker and a tweezers. Read the fine print and be like, what's the big deal? Spun wheels of steel since broke wheel, good wheel. Back when it was greasy ass curl, now it's easy dread. Had a rhyme on how they used to tease him about his peasy head. Yes, yes, y'all to the beat. Have a ball. Oh my god, that just reminded me about that. We never really get an explanation for that little... It's not even Jade, but I think they want you to think it's Jade. No, he, snake oh, I, I told you he likes White Snake. Yeah. That was the only. It's nineteen eighty-five. It's appropriate time to be a White Snake fan. Yeah, yeah, but he's like older than Orson Welles. He just looks at it as like this band fucking rules. And <laughs> I'm sorry, you're saying old people can't like metal? I'm not saying they can't. I'm just rock. saying that's not official White Snake merchandise. <laughs> if he likes it because of White Snake, it's something that like his grandmother had. That just happens to be a white snake. Everyone knows the most official white snake merchandise is bootleg. Yeah. That's true. Here we go again. White Welcome snake. to the only white snake <laughs> podcast on the airways, guys. Yeah. It's the, I can't think of a good joke for a white snake. Oh, nice haircut, Martin. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad no one can see it. <laughs> the pod, <laughs> how, how about the pod, here we go again on our own Zuki. Okay, there we go. <laughs> nice. My hands are wet. I was trying to snap. Yeah. And uh, we just finished listening to that very great jazz song, guys. <laughs> um, welcome, okay. welcome to the Podzuki Podcast, the only White Snake podcast on the internet. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Brandon Kirkman. I'm another one of your co-hosts, Luke Flip. I'm another one of your co-hosts, Martin Felschman. Oh, and who's that? It's a special guest, guys. I'm John Kasunik. Nice guys. <laughs> Coming all the way from Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I was in town. Uh, uh, I was in the neighborhood uh, visiting my brother, uh, which is uh, two or three blocks away from your apartment. Uh, your Where's apartment. the exact address? <laughs> uh, you know, your apartment is also uh, three blocks away from a sex dungeon. If you weren't oh. already aware, it's called uh, Chicago Rose. Oh, that's nice. exactly what you think it is. I mean, this is Chicago. At any given point, you're three blocks away from a sex right. They're all over the place. Well, now. I mean, there's the Leather Museum, right? Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Oh, right next it's to by it. the place where you get uh, really like, good tacos. That's, that's like all your BDSM if you're just curious about it. Right. Or if you yeah. just want some tacos, because there's that Mex- yeah. really good Mexican restaurant next to it. Like, I guess somebody who's into BDSM would want to go to the BDSM Museum, but... Right. It seems also kind of like you think they'd just be snooty the whole time. I, don't know, I just like, heard the lines are torture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Okay, oh, well, let's let's get into this. Okay, so we watched Godzilla '85. Godzilla '85. Yeah. And uh, interesting thing about that too is it came out in Japan in 1984, but it came out in America in 1985. So I guess they were just more concerned about the American release. But you know, well, wait, do they still call it? Godzilla 85 in Japan they because do. they're so ahead of the curve. Exactly. Oh, well, man. it is tomorrow. I mean, if right you now. buy if you buy so. a car in 84, it would be like an 85 model. That's true. But this is a oh, movie. 
Yeah, it's movies movie. aren't cars. <laughs> I mean, I, w- cars. I would say it makes more sense for a movie to do it because what's the production schedule for a movie? Several months. I thought movies were cars. Yeah. So. yeah. Or at least cars too. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. This no, is not a no, movie. No, Brandon, you're <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I, I was thinking more cars to Tui. Okay. Oh, that's the, that's the mashup hit we've been waiting for. Yeah, it's the one where the Matchbox car makes a dude good at driving. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so well, I just got that. It's cute. Yeah, I would have said Hot Wheels though. I feel like it's more well, a reputable brand. Reputable, yeah. I mean, reputable. Yeah. It's a word, I think. Yeah, I think you would just say it quicker, like reputable. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. So, well, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on the movie a little bit. Yeah, this was uh, <laughs> this is the big reboot of the reboot, the big reboot of Godzilla Adair. Um You were so bad at this. I'm really bad. <laughs> I, I've never been good at this or hosting, but uh, it's ten years after the last Godzilla film, which was Terror of Mecha Godzilla in 1975. Uh, this one's coming hot to us, directed by Koji Hashimoto. Or Hashimoto. Um, who was famous for directing Sayonara, Jupiter, and then uh, Dying from Cancer after this. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, Wait, he directed a movie called Dying of Cancer? No, he did. He died from cancer. Oh, because th- made, you made it sound like he directed a movie called uh, Dying of Cancer. That was his own personal film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is dark. I don't like this so much. I mean, that's that sucks, but I mean, at least we didn't lose a good filmmaker. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> we taking some shells. Look! I started it. Oh, look, I, I'm, I think I'm usually the sour opinion yeah. of the group. And usually I'll find stuff to like. And okay, I found stuff to like this movie, but it was just, it was just boring. Yeah. Okay, so l- l- let's start getting into the plot before I get too much into my feelings of this movie. So, how does this movie start? Uh, there was a guy on a boat. Oh yeah, there was yeah. a boat that was exactly 100 miles south of Tokyo. Nice. Yeah, Travis Sword's boat. Right, yes. yeah. Well, that, that was the first thing we noticed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, in, in the opening credits, there's an actor listed by the name of... Was it Travis or was it Trevor? It was Travis. Travis. It was tra- Travis definitely Travis. Travis, Travis, Travis Sword. Swords. Yeah, and uh, I don't think we ever, ever saw him, but we weren't sure if it was, like, starring. Like, I like to think that he was, like, a behind-the-scenes dude who was amazing at his job. Was he the guy who was drinking Dr. Pepper the whole time? Oh god, I hope so. Oh, I feel like we gotta get a new Can't, jingle for this. Like, oh, yeah. like I said, he's either a dude who like loves swords or fucking hates yeah. swords. And that dude drinking the Dr. Pepper loves yeah. swords. We, we do know one thing: Travis Swords introduces himself by the third person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Travis Swords. Um, uh, yeah, this is the first Godzilla film where we had like blatant product placement, which I feel like we should just call it that jingle. Uh, but... No, every Godzilla movie has had blatant product placement for nuclear energy. That's true. <laughs> Clean and efficient. Oh, well, I think we're still getting ahead of ourselves a little bit. <laughs> oh no this this is one of those movies where we just jump around. I don't think the plot matters here. Yeah. Well, okay, there is some like, and we still haven't figured out if they were filmed at the same time, part of the same team. Because I think like. Okay, there are scenes with white people speaking English. Yeah. That, that are like the American military on military bases or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And they're filmed clearly not in the same location that all the stuff in Japan was I, filmed I, at. I definitely think yeah. like the film grade was different. And then the Dr. Pepper machine and Dr. Pepper cans only appear there. <laughs> yeah. Right? So that had to be an addition later. Uh, well, that was all sponsored by the good doctor. Yeah. There's this hayseed of a cadet. 
Who's like, I'm guessing not even cadet, because he's like in like the room. Oh no, he's got, about he's got fucking medals. He's done right. shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Which like, I think uh, like I I I didn't like count them, but I'm pretty sure like all like they're wearing like military style uniforms. I'm pretty sure they all have the exact same medals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the same exact way. same places. And I should say this before we get on the on the plot. In Japan it wouldn't be Dr. Pepper anyways, it's actually translated to Pepper of the Doctor in Japan. As everyone knows. <laughs> I mean, would they, you, still, wouldn't they still just call it Dr. Pepper? No, it's Pepper of the Doctor. <laughs> You've never had it? It's like it's like hair of the dog. They call that just dog hair here. I mean, you're saying they... Like, are you making a joke? Yes, or it's like... a very bad joke I'm saying. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been to Japan. I, I like, have. Do they actually... Because like, I know I know exactly how, like, syntax no, works. No, they, they fuck with Dr. Pepper there. <laughs> yeah, they, they love Dr. Pepper in Japan. I'm actually surprised there wasn't Japanese marketing yeah. from Dr. Pepper in this That's movie. It's a good soda. Yeah. You know so, what? Let's, a, make, let's make this podcast about Dr. Pepper. As a person who's actually been to Japan, yeah. you could say anything and be like, well, in Japan they do this. And I'd be like, no shit. Yeah. Really? Uh, okay. I've also I'd, been to Japan, okay. so I will fact check everything he says. Oh, okay. yeah, true. Or you uh, both could fuck with me. Yeah. And, Brandon, and how was it meeting Godzilla? Uh, he was nice. I mean, he. I felt like he's busy. I mean, I understand he's working on Shin Godzilla at the time, so. <laughs> he's better looking in person. Yeah, he is. Like Harrison Ford. Yeah. I agree. He's almost completely deaf, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. All the years of a hard, hard drugs. Yeah. yeah. Just like Clifford the Big Red Dog. Takes his toll, man. Yeah. Like, like a smaller Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. Or a bigger Lou Ferrigno, depending <laughs> on how you look at it. Dude yeah. is Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Lou is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even for his age right now. Okay, yeah. We're talking about a movie here. Okay, oh, yeah. Well, I feel like we can definitely take a lot of tangents, because this plot is basic. It is. Boy. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's a very basic plot, which, like, I wanted to like this movie a lot. Like, I thought I was going to love this movie, because usually, like, I knew it was, like, a direct sequel to the original one. Yeah. And they were going to treat Godzilla like a legitimate threat, but... So they just ignore... The intervening movies between the first one and this yeah, one. Yeah, like all 14 before. Yeah. They ignore Godzilla's son and, like, all the dumb and the cool shit. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing, like, at this point, like... Well, this is also at the point when they start re-releasing all their... Toho starts releasing all their kaiju movies, right? Yeah. Like, uh, they did another Mothra, another Rodan. Yeah, they started doing that in basically, like, a year or two before they had a big film festival of all the kaiju films and... <coughs> There's such a public outcry for a new Godzilla film. They're like, all right, well, let's, let's shoot a new one. And we got this gem of a film, so. Yeah. And, like, definitely at the beginning, it felt like they were trying to build, like, oh, this is important. Godzilla has come back after 30 years. But then they kind of forget about that. Yeah. There wasn't, like, a heavy camp, like, element to it where we're like, we're just going to have fun with this. Yeah. It, it was it, it was very... They... Treated it almost like a very, like you said, like he was a real threat. So there was like a very sobering kind of realistic quality to it. Until the spaceship comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Then then it takes a turn. I'm going to say it right now. uh, Only five people had fun in this movie. (laughs) Yeah. It was the three people who got to control that weird looking spaceship. It was the hobo who got crushed to death. And then it was that motherfucking drink of Dr. Pepper. Well, <laughs> well we should explain that, that at one point the Japanese government has this super plane they're working on called the Super X. The Super X. Yeah, yeah that that they bring out as like a weapon that kind of works. Because there, there's is. a point in the end when they bring first bring out the Super X where they fire some like smoke bombs into Godzilla's mouth. And he's out for like 20 minutes. He's like asleep, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, for like... 
a good chunk of the movie. Long <laughs> enough for the heroes to escape. Yeah. Well, I, I think they needed to make the threat of nuclear war real again, but then also realized, wait a second, this is going to be too confusing for people to f- uh, follow a Godzilla fight and a nuclear missile. Let's put one of them to sleep for a little while. Yeah. Well, I feel like they were trying to like honor the original one from a response that was kind of like a response to the nuclear bomb with this one, but that's why they had all this pretty boring political stuff. Well, that's what I was going to say. Uh, in response to that, they did a very bad job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very bad job. With the exception of that scene where they had, I guess, the Japanese prime minister and the Russian yeah, president so and the American president. Yeah, on, on either side. Yeah, yeah. And they filmed it in such a weird... So for, I, actually, no, since, since we were talking about that now, I think I realized why it was filmed that way. I think they superimposed that guy's head on later on because they shot that for the American release. Oh, that's a good theory. Like just the American mm. and Russian parts. And the yeah, that, like it's definitely felt like that. Yeah, no, like that's like all of the Russian parts were added in later. All the American parts mm. were added in later, and that conversation was added in later because yeah. you could tell because that guy's face took up like a third I of mean, the screen. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree with you. I think that's what happened, but they could have just not had his face. Yeah. In that, mm. in those splices, and just had it be the Russian person talking, because we but had no. a, the second before it, we saw he was in the room. But then, how do you convey that he's watching it? That's true. <laughs> we needed to see that ear take up a third of the screen. Yes. I will say, there's a couple of times I feel like this was made in like '84 or '83, '84. Yeah, there were some ish looking shots. Yeah. That mm. I noticed, like definitely. Like, if nothing else, I bet that was probably like a thought by the director. Like, okay, we have to put these scenes in for the American, but like, put his face here so yeah. like give some drama to the shot. And like, I don't care if it looks fucking retarded. Yeah. Well, do it, it anyway. I, I jerked off the fist of the North Star last night. Let's put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it was that shot, and then the shot where the guy was running away and Godzilla's behind him. They're like the only two. If you want to call yeah. them like artistic looking shots in it, where like yeah. they're not just flat angles, there's something that's a little bit memorable were, or interesting to yeah. the shot. And memorable and like especially that one where like th- th- we get introduced to this homeless guy at some point who's looting restaurants in Tokyo after they've evacuated. Which is what I would be doing. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I'd yeah, be like, like, "This is my one chance to." Eat well, you wouldn't. Really, you really wouldn't good. be such a such a caricature about it. I mean, he be. could. Might even put like a barrel over himself, put little straps on it. See, he's talking to himself. There's nobody else around yeah, him, and he's yeah. like, he's cracking jokes yeah, he's to himself. A good time. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a big problem with this movie's special effects. Oh yeah, like a lot of them, like some of them, probably would have been okay if they'd filmed it differently. I feel like this was kind of filmed like a TV show, which. From Japanese movies I've seen from the eighties, that's kind of how they filmed all of their yeah fucking movies, like like Tokyo, the last megalopolis or whatever. Yeah, I feel like we should watch that. Eventually. We've talked about it. So yeah, we probably now. probably should. Um, it's not a, like a high enough like uh, film rate for the miniatures to look convincing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they look like fucking miniatures. I mean, yeah. It's not and even like it's oh. really not too bad in shots when you see like Godzilla destroying a big tower, but. You don't really get much of that, and it's kind of like the problem I had with the early Godzilla movies, where like he's not really destroying the city so much; he's like he's destroying it, but it's on accident. Yeah. They're in his way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where like I feel like make okay, he's he's still you can still say like oh he's just a monster, but have him 
really destroy some stuff. That's the that's the charm of these movies. <laughs> yeah, he really wasn't angry. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't vengeful. I feel he, like he looked dumb. We should uh, we should start getting into the plot <laughs> because it's going to be pretty quick too. Which is basically, guys, I I need to interject with the most amazing thing. I'm just reading on the Wikipedia page for this movie. Oh, what's that? Uh, the American company that bought the rights to this movie and added those extra scenes. <laughs> They were originally going to make this a tongue-in-cheek comedy a la What's Up, Tiger Lily. Oh, no. But Raymond Burr, the guy who played, like, the guy who held the white snake, yeah. opposed the idea, and apparently all of his scenes were filmed in one day. Oh, boy. Yeah. And he was still paid $50,000. I, I mean, he was he was working very hard living a double life as also Orson Welles. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he, he, we made that joke quite a bit, but he looked up straight like Orson Welles. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, he looks like Orson Welles, George Lucas, and Marlon Brando is one person. Yeah. yeah. So real handsome. And Kenny, a little a little Kenny Rogers in there. Just he's, a, he's a lady killer. Though. Yeah. Yeah. But he was rock, rocking the unbuttoned suit with no tie, like, you know, fucking George Clooney, yeah. you know, like on Leno or something like that. And it's like, okay. Yeah, he's, like, he's kind of studly a little bit. Excuse for... me, that man just saved the world. You don't think he's going on Leno after this? Yeah. Well, that was a big <laughs> problem with the obviously not filmed for the Japanese release mm. parts in the movie. Because, like, it's like they just told the actor, like, just wear it, come what you're wearing. We'll put stuff on it to make it yeah. figure out. Like, the very first American scene we had like I guess he's supposed to be some sort of like McCarthy type uh, general yeah or MacArthur yeah. <laughs> type general cause he comes in like I guess he just stopped, got done working out but he's wearing a t-shirt yeah. and has a towel around his yeah, neck yeah 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 like that's what just no explanation like, for it but I, that's, I think that's what they want you to in, think in their mind they're thinking this guy is really sweaty yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't he made it very well he doesn't suffer fools right and, and then trying. his second in command was David Crusoe yeah from Rainbow yeah well we could just catch the fuck to this so basically before this we have our reporter Goro goes on a ship to find a missing ship he finds a missing ship on the missing ship is Kinney who's his friend later in the film. He comes back, talks to his uh, reporter boss. He says, we can't publish this. It's going to create too much of a public outcry. Uh, eventually, he goes to talk to a professor named Professor... What was his name? Oh, Hayashida. I called him Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, I, thought was, I thought that was uh, Professor Billy D. Yeah. Billy yeah. D. Williams. Same guy. I mean, Billy he's same Professor guy. Yeah, he looked like every 80s style put together in one yeah. person. Well, you know, that's one thing, complaint I did have about this movie, because the Japanese characters, I kind of liked. Yeah, they were they But were they weren't in the movie enough. And then uh, Professor Hayashida had an assistant named uh, Naoko, and there's all the characters we're caught up to where we are now, where basically Godzilla started tearing up a Russian shove. And the rest, oh, the Russian sub, a Russian sub, and then the Russians are like, I think Japan did this. They don't realize it's Godzilla, so they are talking about a nuclear war between all of them. And now this is where we are in the room. So there we go. We did it. <laughs> that's the movie. Yeah. That's Good night. Friday. Fuck all of you. Yeah. Hey, don't say that. <laughs> hey, just fuck some people. That's all. But yeah, so uh, we're caught up. Uh, this also is where we saw that amazing product placement of Dr. Pepper. Like, it is the whole scene. For well, us. okay, let's, let's set it. It's in the, I think it's supposed to be the Pentagon. Yeah, like a yeah. war room. It's, yeah, it's which definitely a war room. Is, oh, no, it's, it's the square. Which they can't it, afford the Pentagon. Well, it, it's, <laughs> it's decorated <laughs> like a 
Stargate SG One fan film. Or I described uh, it as it looked like a set piece from the the Flash from the early eighties. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, there yeah. there are these lamps in every corner that are like these tall blue like glowing rods. It's like it's the most bare bones Roger Corman yeah. like era of just blinking lights on a computer shit. Like, they, in like a they filmed it. They filmed it on like the Warner Brothers lot. Like go to the proper the fucking backlot. Yeah. Whatever get, we have. Get technology looking shit. A handful of extras. Just like fucking bare bones. Like yeah. stuff. Like this is a military war. But yeah, like it's de- there's definitely some. Somebody paid for the shot. I know because the shot the opens up. Doctor Pepper Dr. paid Dr. for it. <laughs> but like it opens up, you see a Doctor Pepper machine at the end of the hallway. Front center. Yeah. Then our characters enter. Right. It was start. like the the scene in Man of Steel where the the military standing in front of a fucking Sears sign. It was, <laughs> or like, or like, <laughs> uh, or like Zod talks to it, Superman it, it, in front and, of an, an IHOP. <laughs> Oh yeah, and they go. God, I hated that fucking the, movie. And then they go to Denny's for the Grand Slam, right? The Grand <laughs> yeah. Slam. That's what they should have done in the movie. Like, if they'd done that, like, had, like, a uh, Joss Whedon sort of clip of Superman eating at Denny's is a variant after the at, credits. At the end of Justice League, all of them sitting around eating at I Denny's. would go pay to see every net new just DC movie. Just because I thought Can't wait for watching. Shazam. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. Have you seen those, uh, the set pictures of, uh, the guy in the Shazam suit? What's his name? No. Yeah, they're oh, making, you mean Shazam? Shazam, yeah, like Shazam. The Shazam. Yeah, they well, look terrible. Oh, let's not get into this because I don't want to start talking about like Captain Marvel and Shazam. And you mean you don't want to talk about the DC it. universe on your podcast? Yeah, because I desperately do, podcast. but this isn't my DC. You guys want to podcast. talk about the Last Jedi too? Oh, yeah, I, haven't, oh I haven't seen it yet. Oh, spoilers. Okay. It's anyway, not, I'm sorry. Spoilers is not very good. Yeah. <laughs> But getting back on track to this, so no, we, you had something to say about the, or did you say you didn't want to say that? No, I was, no. I was saying that like we should get back to the movie. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I will talk it. about it for two hours. Oh, okay, we'll talk <laughs> that's my problem. Yeah, with uh, going back to that is they they basically have their little referendum or whatever, and then they eventually cut to the weird shots of the prime minister talking to everybody else with the huge head mm. in the frame, and uh, after that they're just trying to figure out all these different theories of what to do about Godzilla. Uh, we haven't seen Godzilla in a bit, so he decides to come up on, like, a nuclear power plant on one of the outcoasts of Japan. And, and when we first see Godzilla, like, in a city, the movie can't really tell how tall Godzilla no, is. No, it keeps changing no. a lot. It's constantly yeah. changing. He's, like, 15 feet at one point, and then he's, like... Yeah, like, some know, somebody on the, thir- on the first floor of a... I don't know. Much like he's, he changes sizes. Right. Much like a man talking about his penis online is constantly changing. <laughs> no, he also does the thing that I thought was funny that like they criticized the '98 Godzilla for, where like Godzilla will just sneak up on somebody. Yeah. But no, oh, he yeah. sneaks up on people. Oh, he yeah. sneaks up on a couple of people. He sneaks up on a helicopter. At one point. Yeah, how does that happen? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If Godzilla can sneak up on you, you deserve to die. Yeah. You don't have good survival skills. That's very true. I mean, I'd have to agree with that pretty hardly. Uh, I'd say at this point, uh, I forget what happens, basically. Oh, that's when they have the birds that come by, so Godzilla's destroying his power plant, and in a way... There's a lot of doves, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Mm -hmm. like this, like, flock of seagulls come by. Like a goddamn John Woo movie. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking doves everywhere. And Godzilla just hears him, he's like, oh, check this out, and then he starts walking towards (laughs) him. He's like, oh, hey, birds! Yeah. And also, keep on, this is a really dumb-looking Godzilla. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying, like, I guess it looks okay, but there's a lot of animatronics in the head. 
I think is what we were oh, deciding. Like, I, I, I was like, it looks soulless. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because like the eyebrows can move and stuff, but they don't really move together. It, it no. doesn't so much look like a Godzilla was like a lizard that became gigantic after being radiated, but more like a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic robot became <laughs> gigantic after being radiated. Yeah, but not as scary. <laughs> yeah, not scary. Sounds. Yeah. That would be a because he's thing. supposed to be like an organic thing. Yeah, not like a. It'd be real cool if they gave him a big guitar, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be awesome. But this movie clearly didn't want to. They didn't want to put in the effort yeah. to give him a big guitar. They didn't want to ramp up the camp. Yeah, <laughs> this movie. Yeah, this was this movie was not. Fun. They wanted to damp the camp. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, no. it, it was not fun. Yeah, yeah. Right? If I would describe this movie in two words, it would be not fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was not until but, the spaceship showed up. Yeah, which is like, oh, this is kind of cool. But, well, that's the thing. It's shooting lasers. Yeah. It looks like it's from Masters of the Universe or like Flash Gordon or something. Yeah, yeah. It's not fun, and it's not bleak enough to be like yeah. good on that end. Yeah, um, like yeah. the the original Godzilla. The original so, Godzilla, or when we watched Shin Godzilla, that's another one where they do kind of a bleak take on it. It was really entertaining. So mm-hmm. This is like a like a reboot, essentially. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, so they like made a it back direct... to basics. This is like Daniel Craig Casino Royale, kind right? Of thing, where, like, yeah, we're they, going because for like real with it. for like a while, like when Godzilla was around, because this was like ten years after uh, Terror of Mech Godzilla, it was like aimed at like kids. Yeah, so it was like, well, where do we go? We already had them fighting. Uh, robot version of himself then we just like go back to basics yeah. and reboot the whole thing and I'm willing to bet that like this was probably a huge advertising push in Japan yeah when it came out there's probably like it was on ramen I'll bet on yeah. mangas all sorts of crap it was on ramen <laughs> it was on ramen man I mean I was talking about the funny phenomenon of this too it, when it came out in 84 in Japan it was the same weekend that uh, both the Gremlins and Ghostbusters came out yeah so it was third in box office to those but it still made a lot of money yeah Wait, so in Japan it was still third? It was still third. Really? Come on, Ghostbusters and Gremlins? You can't beat that. But in Japan, though, I mean, come on. No, Gremlins is like, you get a... You get like a thousand tiny kaiju in Ghostbusters. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You get, you get, you get. You get a couple. Well, yeah. no, no. Well, there's I, the two terror dogs. Well, no, and... I was gonna say you get the ghost blowjob scene. Ja- what? The, ja- oh, the Japanese yeah, yeah. love that. They love what, a good what, blowjob. What did those come out in the same year in America? Uh, Ghostbusters was eighty four. So that came. Yeah. So yeah. it's usually yeah. yeah it's if usually it's summer eighty four, it'll be five to six months or something like that. Yeah. So we're like different right. year, but it's not yeah. been a year. Right. Well, the whole, like, Godzilla 85 is, like, just the title that it's 85 is, like, kind of a monumentous thing of, like, hey, look, it's a new one. Yeah, it's oh, the yeah, 85th yeah. Godzilla movie. Yeah. <laughs> it, had been, it had been 10 years, and, like, I don't know when the Hanna-Barbera cartoon came out. I think it was the late 60s or early 70s, I want to say. Really? So. I almost thought it was the 80s. Maybe. That's what I thought, too. Oh, we could Godzilla and Friends, right? Is that what it's called? Um, it was just called Godzilla, Godzilla. Wacky Races. <laughs> Godzilla rack, Wacky Racist. Yeah. It was just called Godzilla, but it was Godzilla and oh, Friends. Like, on, actually, it was Friends and Godzilla. It was a... Uh, and Godzuki! David Schwimmer was there. And everything. 1979. 1979, okay. Yeah. I wish it was 1969. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Wow. yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> They're the professional. Boys. Um, well, to get back on track, they notice he runs off towards the flock of birds and he goes missing for a little bit so professor and the main characters are all talking about uh he basically has a bird brain because that's what dinosaurs evolved from mm. uh which is 
pretty true. I mean, from what I know from science stuff. But oh like, yeah, no, of all the pseudoscience in this film, that's the most true thing they yeah. said. But and there's it, a lot of pseudoscience. Yeah, in yeah. But this is where the harebrained scheme of how they're going to end the film comes up. It's like, well, maybe we should. Is there two left then? There's three left. Oh, nice. But they were like, maybe we should see about uh, yeah, making this bird kind of call so we can lure Godzilla into a volcano that he'll jump into. And they bring out the coolest prop slash most perplexing thing yeah. I've ever seen in order to do it. Like, I It's supposed to be, like, picture this in your head, listening audience. Nice. It's like a megaphone, but like the middle part of the megaphone... Looks like the barrel of a ray gun. Yeah. Like you could like you could shoot sound at somebody. That's what it looks like. And I'm I think we decided it's supposed to be an audio like recorder slash delivering device. Yeah. It's it's like a, a Star Wars gun mixed with an mixed with Marty McFly's video camera. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's like that's kind of what it is. You mm. you put it on your haunches, on your shoulder, like that. Like yeah, it would like a camera, but then it's got this elongated, like kind of tubular thing. Oh, that's definitely like a made. Barrel. It looks it looks like a Star Trek sex toy. Yeah, it was, it was definitely made yes. out of. Were, de- yeah, it was definitely made out of a camera. Yes, yes. right. And in fact, there were lots of like human weapons. I'm doing air quotes <laughs> that looked like cameras. Which is why I posited the theory, the conspiracy theory, if you will, <laughs> that this entire movie is about Godzilla becoming a famous recording artist and then being destroyed by fame. Yeah, I mean, it does. It does kind of come to a conclusion. Yeah. That's why he took He's his own life like at the end. Millie Vanilli. Yeah. Right. We're, we're getting there, but this is definitely the <coughs> stupid Godzilla death we've had. Um, <laughs> it's oh God, it's so stupid. But basically, this, they're intersecting back to the American film scenes of where, like, them talking about, like, oh, well, we should maybe see about nuking Godzilla, we have other weapons, yeah. and then Steve Martin, which is the character's name, is like... Wait, which name, one is he? The main, the main American character's name is Steve Martin in the film. Now, now Orson Welles? Now, yeah. also... Right, yeah. Okay. Now, Orson Welles. Let's call him Orson Welles. Yeah. He's also the white guy from the very first Godzilla. He is actually, movie, right? the, yeah, from the original dub, Raymond Burr. Yeah, and the, the same actor. Same actor. Really? Yeah. Was he fat? Is he the same no. character? Oh uh, yeah, he's supposed to be the same character. Okay, so I there's figured... some continuity at least, which is nice. Yeah, but it's still all those American parts just drag the movie yeah. down. Yeah. Well, my favorite thing is they have like this jackass young like army cadet or something. I keep saying like all these lines about like, oh look at this urban renewal going on. Like the, yeah. there's innocent people dying. We haven't even yeah. gotten to which like if all the American and Russian scenes are added for the American audience, the whole like. Okay, Godzilla attacks a Russian sub, and one of the Russian agents who's in the submarine is like, Okay, you're going to kill me, I will kill you, Godzilla. Yeah. I don't know why I'm French. French. French now. <laughs> French is what came out. Yeah. But yeah, he goes into the war room and presses the fire the nuclear missile button. Yeah. And then that's like, that's when like the... Uh, Super X comes out and yeah. puts Godzilla to sleep. Yeah. That's the concept Which I assume that. it just shoots like two giant capsules of heroin in Godzilla's mouth. Or <laughs> well, he's like goo. Yeah, like exactly. Jabba the Hutt type like goo mung coming out. It was yeah. like slobber, yeah. 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 Some 
Nice right. usage of Hmong, though. Yeah. Oh, right yeah. <laughs> oh, I got it. They got him. Uh, they got him tussing. They got him robo tripping. Yeah, they got him <laughs> robo tripping hard. He falls asleep against the building in Shinjuku, and then basically the main characters in this film are in one of the buildings that Godzilla kind of knocked over, but not all the way. So they're trying to get out of there this whole time. And the scene of them trying to escape from the building <laughs> is still going on to this day. That's what it feels like. It is so long. Well, it's so weird too. How like. Okay, there's a helicopter. Yeah. Because they're in, like, the 10th story or whatever. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> and the helicopter shoots, like, across into the window. Cool. And then, like, he, like, motions for them to get away from the window. Yeah. It shatters the window. Only half of the window. So it shows them knocking the other part down, because we need to see that. Why yeah. half the window? You could have just gotten rid of the entire window. Yeah. You were making this movie. It doesn't have. It would have been like when you watched Cloverfield, and it's about them kind of trying to escape from New York City. If they're like, "What if we just kept it to one building for the entire right. movie? Just one." Building. Yeah, but then just one are... like hallway of yeah. the one building. That, and this is in order to evacuate. There, there is uh, Maki. Yeah. The in Doctor Manhattan. Doctor Manhattan. And, and uh, uh, love interest. Love Naoka. interest with the uh, Luke Skywalker haircut. Yeah. 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 And then, well, her brother. Uh, I was gonna say zipline, but he doesn't zipline. He kind of like <laughs> he gets fishing hook with the donut. Have you ever him. seen that? Uh, oh God, who's the dude from the new Star Treks? Chris Pine. Yeah, that Chris Pine uh, Coast Guard movie. It's like one of those things the Coast Guard uses. Oh, pining for safety. <laughs> That's what it's called, right? I Coast hope Guard? it is, but I'm sure it is. No, okay. Yeah, so it's it's yeah, it's for rescue. It's like an inflatable fucking orange. But like, it makes no sense to get donut. somebody out of a fucking building. Somebody no. out of the ocean. Uh, yeah. And plus, he's in the helicopter. Right. He goes down in it. Right. To get into the building. To get, well, yeah, because without someone to, without someone to wait it around, like all the, the helicopter blades are just gonna knock that thing around. Yeah. Yeah, but Maybe. it's still they could have gone to the roof. I mean... Was there a reason they didn't go to the roof? Yeah, because the, yeah, the it's shutter, ex- they, it's, they showed five oh, yeah, scenes the, oh, uh, of them it, trying to get it open. Excuse me, Luke, it's very expensive to shoot on a roof. Yeah. yeah. Do you know how many days they had to shoot in that hallway? Infinite, because it was in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how much time they had to record everywhere else? None. Because the budget yeah, of this movie was 20, 20 hours. Well, yeah, I want to elaborate. They weren't able to get on the roof because there was like... You know, like, when the mall closes <laughs> and they put those gates down? There was one of those in front of the door. Well, it was so tough, they tried to drill into the lock with a really big drill. The drill bit broke off with enough force to cut Maki in the arm. At one point, somebody had made a joke about home improvement and a home improvement style... <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. happened moments later where somebody well, injures themselves also, with a power tool. It, it didn't help that on the side of the helicopter it didn't say EH like A, so we started going bump, That's bump, what it was. Bump, 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 bump. <laughs> so that's the only good part of the film. Uh, why this is all going on before Godzilla's put to sleep, this is also when they cut to the scenes of a homeless person just ransacking buildings and giving them, I don't know, 30 minutes of time. Yeah, there was like, uh, I, this is one of those movies you watch it and you're like, okay, I can see the studio notes like, <laughs> yeah. on the screen. And like, uh, 
perhaps at some point in the production, like one of the producers turned to the other one and was like, okay, there's no fucking jokes in this movie at all. Mm. Like, people are going to get bored. There's a bunch of kids in the audience. We got to throw, like, one little scene of, like, slapstick at it. Wait well, a he second. wasn't even that slapsticky. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I know. It was, it was just all wait, the more. Wait, 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 wait. I just remembered something. What the fuck was the thing that killed all those guys on the ship? Oh, it was like a giant bug. Yeah, but yeah, right. There was a fucking like, there's like a like mollusk. Yeah, but where did that face hugger type thing? Yeah, that that was never uh, explained. Uh, I know what it is because I'm such a nerd. I've read the Wikipedia's on Godzilla and Godzilla. Well, you also host a podcast about Godzilla. Yeah, I don't think one of us reads the goddamn Wikipedia. It's called Podzuki. You should check it out. It's a really good (laughs) podcast. Uh, but basically, there's these giant parasites that were on Godzilla that also mutated with them that basically were like kind of like mosquitoes or blood suckers. I don't mind that, and honestly, that's kind of what I assumed it was. Yeah. But fuck the movie for not and never giving it. something. I think they cut it out of the American one, because it seems like when I was reading the Wikipedia article for it, it explained it way better. So I'm like, why, do we ru- why does America bother ruining these movies? Why does America ruin everything? Because, like, I bet even without the American parts, it'd still be pretty bad. So, yeah. so this this was the American version. Oh, yeah. Was it? yeah. Okay. You saw the white people. Right. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was, like, a fucking European version or some, like, weird yeah, shit. It, the it was the Russian version. Yeah. There was, oh, there, were, there was Russian. Oh, I also no. want to... That's not an accent. That's just saying things in Russian. <laughs> I also want to say that the Russians are wearing just, like... The worst Sears, oh, They're right. wearing Sears button, white button-down short-sleeve shirts. With the patches ironed yeah. on to the right spots. They got them from a Halloween Holloway. Yeah. yeah. On discount. Two um, stars on either collar. I don't even think they were ironed. And iron. patches yeah. on the shoulders that were not in the right spot. Yeah. <laughs> they were not symmetrical. Everybody's at the same rank. Because they ironed them on when they weren't wearing them. I, I know it's <laughs> I know it's 85 and then Japanese cinema doesn't have the same bit, like budget as America, but come <laughs> on, guys. Just everything about this film is just like, come on. Akira Kurosawa made movies in Japan in the fucking 60s and 70s. That looked amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so you can't I really... really... Luke, as you said, you were happy that this filmmaker died because he didn't make a good movie. <laughs> I also ah. should say he died from a hiking accident, not cancer. I, for some reason, read that as cancer. No, no. He, 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 losing he, it. he died on the, the mountain named Cancer. That's true. There's got to be a Mount Cancer, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, to get through this horrible film, because let's just try to get towards it, is that uh, after all of them have been talking about how to get rid of Godzilla, the Russians shoot off that nuke, uh, the Americans shoot a counter nuke to stop it, uh, but for some reason, it creates a lightning storm above Godzilla. Oh, God, that's, that, is, that did so happen. Stupid. Yeah, it is the stupidest thing. I don't remember this part. Yeah, Wait, is that oh, one of yeah. the two missiles? Like, yeah. Was, that, was it really like the missile that was creating that, or was it just a random... I thought it was just a random thunderstorm. I think it was supposed to be implied it was from the missiles from like maybe Fallout or something. So in know. the original version, it was probably just a random thunder, thunderstorm. They had some been. leftover stock special effects that they wanted I mean, use. I guess it makes sense, because otherwise, without that tiny thing, the missiles hitting each other is completely inconsequential. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, there's even this, that was the scene we were laughing at, because that's when, uh, oh god, did we come up with a name for him, the, uh, red-haired? Oh, you called him, you called him Cadet Jimmy Olsen. Oh yeah, Yeah, Cadet Jimmy Olsen, who who was drinking a Dr. Pepper as they're waiting to see if their missile (laughs) will hit the, holding it to where you can see the label. And turning to the camera and looking. They made a can to where the mouthpiece, uh, put the label exactly... Where Proc the game. camera will be. See, yeah. that was one of three big laughs in this film. Two of the laughs were from jokes that we made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty good. Yeah. 
uh, I'd say after that, basically, Godzilla gets up, the Space X, or whatever it's called, uh, decides to fly away because it's like, oh shit, Godzilla's upset. Of course he is. Yeah, it doesn't really do so, anything after that, does it? Yeah, so finally they let Professor Manhattan do his... No, stupid... doesn't he crush it? No, he, they get away before they crush it, doesn't it? I thought so. I feel like like they landed for some reason. Right, but then they flew back up and started flying through, and they threw like lasers at him. And then they yeah, but and then doesn't he collapse because they were shooting oh, at him through a yeah. hole in a building? I think because they couldn't figure out how to superimpose them both. The yeah, same as, that's right. why there that's was a good theory. there was a huge building that looked like a Las Vegas hotel, like one of those wide <laughs> buildings yeah. with a hole in it that they were shooting Godzilla through with a super plane. I think I remember that. Yeah, you were you were kind of getting into detail about his death specifically, and then we kind of got off track. We're, oh, so. yeah. we're almost there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're we could just there. get there basically because he gets rid of it, and the professor's like, "Let's do my plan. Let's shoot the bird signals at him." And he's like, "Oh, birds! I'll follow that." And then he walks into a volcano. That's the film. Yeah, yeah well, that's uh, it. this. Well, this Godzilla's death in this movie sounds like Mad Libs. Yeah, it does. <laughs> we're going to use bird sounds to draw Godzilla to a volcano where he'll fall in and then we'll explode things and then he'll fall in and he'll die, although Godzilla's totally not a virgin. Yeah. Don't know why the volcano wants him. Yeah. Well, you see, like, they didn't explain... before. They didn't explain it, Cannon. so it's not what happened. But yeah. the way I justify it is that, like, they said earlier in the movie, nothing can ki- kill Godzilla... But if he falls into the middle of a, go- of a goddamn volcano, then he'll fall asleep. Wait one second. He'll go into like a Zilla coma. If this is a sequel to the original Godzilla, there is a thing that kills Godzilla. Yeah, the oxygen bomb. Exactly. And it's been 30 years. I think they could have come up with some way to bring that back. Well, I mean, I'm glad they didn't try and bother trying to figure out how Godzilla came back from yeah. well, it's 19... the oxygen bomb, because he turned into a skeleton yeah. after that, it right? It is 1985, so as we know, all of our money, research and science, has gone into jazzercise, so <laughs> <laughs> we just didn't have the money for oxygen well, bombs. Well, it's and also because the, the, the hero's plan always was for him to walk, basically walk... Because they set up a bunch of explosives, hmm. but they set, up a, set it up on a ledge... Just under the ledge, was that for the, the volcano? Detonate the rocks to entrap him inside. Well, the no. When he he steps close, and the rocks just happen to collapse. Yeah, yeah. Underneath yeah. him, and he falls on like a lower ledge right below that. Right. That's where then the, they set yeah, off. The Holy explosive. Grail also fell into the ledge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Elsa and the one ring drooled him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, was it like a? Were they trying to do some weird pseudo kind of like self sacrifice of Godzilla? Was yeah, they made it where at the end of the film, everybody was really sad about Godzilla falling back. I'm like, he just destroyed a bunch of cities. Everybody's hearts were broken. It was when Godzilla. They played like the saddest music ever, and everybody had this somber look on their face, like. It, Why did he have to die this way? <laughs> After he's destroyed our cities. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't like, a, oh, we finally defeated this adversary and now we can finally like rest and, you know, the only way, tend to our wounds. It the was only just way just everybo- like, we're sad. The only way everyone being sad would make sense is if they hadn't erased the canon of all the intervening movies where they had, well, Godzilla had... Saved our asses, yeah, exactly. a whole that bunch of times. This movie, but this time he was going crazy, so we had to get rid of him. I got it figured out. This movie is a prequel to Memento, and as Godzilla died, they all remembered that they all married Godzilla. <laughs> oh, that's right. right. 
And it was the tattoos on their side that said "Mary Godzilla." That's why they all picked up their arms, and it was like some had kanji, some had Russian, and some were just like <coughs> Godzilla equal wife. I also like the theory that Luke had of the allegory of him being a rock star. So yes, yeah. I like that a lot. Um, so I feel like we should get to the rating system now, John. I'm really excited to explain oh. this to you. Oh, I'm good. I feel like we can still this. talk about the movie for. You got some more so. to talk about? All right. Well, nah. before you, before <laughs> nah, you get, I think you you had like maybe one or two things that were like your favorite parts that you wanted to mention. Oh, my favorite parts, I guess, just mainly the the ending, like the last four, even three minutes, I think, made me laugh really hard because that's when they were being all sad that Godzilla was dead. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like, and like uh, who was doing the ending narration? Was that Orson Welles? Yeah, it was Orson yeah. Welles. Yeah. That's what I thought, and like giving him the last bit, who like he's barely been in there, and he's done nothing other than talk to some American generals. And he has a fucking white, like, the jewel white snake. snake. Yeah, yeah, this, this like, explain. weird sculpture that fits in the palm of his hand of this kind of serpent snake kind of thing that he, like, he's he in the o- one of, He's in, like, the almost opening shot of the movie where they're, like, focusing on, yeah, like, yeah. his huge, gigantic, wet eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got, like, he's yeah. sitting in, like, a weird study with yeah. a typewriter and shit. I, I like the uh, weird, f- like, Flash Gordon Masters of the Universe. Very 80s-looking, egg-shaped spaceship that, in this movie, that doesn't have any futuristic technology. I mean, pulls a fucking spaceship out of its ass. Yeah, that was great, but... That was awesome. Remember how none of us remembered where it came from? Yeah. When it finally no, I don't give a shit. Yeah. It's still Because they cool. mentioned it in, like, two conversations of the Super X. And it shot lasers... Yeah. And, they, and they wore red hats on the inside. I would yeah. really like no, to... They couldn't afford helmets. No, they, they all didn't have, have matching red baseball hats. They had red baseball hats on the Much inside. Like this one I'm wearing that the viewers at home can see. Uh, I also would like to mention that uh, it would have been great if they had one scene when it was firing lasers and somebody was like, oh shit, we have lasers now? Right. Like, I love have when we they used have these that. before? Yeah. It's it's so weird when they have like these future technologies in films and they're using them in public. And nobody like reacts like that. I think yeah. a laser would probably kill Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Well, like, the city's the supposed s- to be evacuated, right? Yeah. So, except for that except one for that guy. One guy was yeah. Was he crushed by favorite parts in the movie? Uh, Doctor Pepper. Doctor yeah. Pepper. It, it did make me want to have. You know what? No, and I think refreshing can. And as far as if the homeless person getting crushed. I like, think they wanted to leave it up to your imagination, but I like oh, he's to think, very crushed. I like to think he did get crushed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I hope uh, he did. I mean, they they didn't show him getting crushed. I think you brought up it would have been much cooler if he like died in a fire. Well, there was there was a scene yeah. where like he was like running. He was clearly in front of a green screen and like yeah. doing a fake right. running. It was a great with scene. Godzilla's head right behind him. It was a close up on Godzilla's head. Yeah. So they're like Godzilla's gonna breathe radiation yeah. and set him on fire. They didn't fucking do that. And like, well, if they had done that, like, are there are these movies like uh, typically like violent? Sometimes I it mean, really depends on the film. Like yeah. this is, I mean, this doesn't have the same kind of MPAA re- rating like to it though. But what, well, that, what would that's this be? This American, be like a, right? But what, no. what would the uh, like Japanese equivalent be? Uh, the uh, MJPP. <laughs> nice. Some tits. <laughs> More tits than that. So would this fall? Lots of tits. Odd, of tits. odd number of tits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three, um, three tits is still a PG. Yeah. So this would, four, then it's thirteen. So this would fall under kind of. Well, what was the American rating on it? Did it give you? Uh, I'm gonna guess PG. I'm yeah. gonna guess this there, was a it hard wasn't R. 
There wasn't like violent, like there was no gore or anything. It's like is Whoa. that something that happens a lot? In this you movie? were out of the room for it, but there was that one guy. Yeah, who was on yeah, fire. you said there was a guy on fire. I missed. Like, there funny, was though. a guy on fire that for a second, funny. and that yeah, was well, probably the hardest I laughed. It was yeah, superimposed. It was poorly done, and then it just cut back to there. The movie. There was a lot of like. In front of a screen technology, because I, I guess they just got that in Japan. Yeah. So they just shipped it over that day. Check it out, guys. <laughs> look what we got. So, yeah, they're like, this doesn't look stupid at all. Yeah, this is awesome. It's okay. Keep the lights on. Well, was this <laughs> they also, won't notice. I, I feel like we should get to that rating system. So, it's, okay. Okay. Any, yes, okay. I'm sorry. We have a new rating system. It's one of my favorite things in the world. It's the Goro rating system. Are you familiar with Mortal Kombat? Of course. Okay. Well, as we all know, Goro has four arms. Yes. So, that means you have a chance to give this film up to four thumbs up <laughs> or four thumbs down. Or maybe like two thumbs up, two thumbs down, or like three thumbs are up, and one thumb's like not doing anything. It's just like sideways. Okay. Or you could just say one to ten. Yeah. Okay. Or whichever you'd rather. <laughs> Uh, why don't you guys go first, and then I'll, uh, I'll ponder this one. I didn't know I had to come up with a rating. I'll go first. I give this movie one thumb up. Okay. It's not the worst Godzilla film we've seen. Yeah. It's a bad movie, and, like, not even in an entertaining, like, schluppy way, but Mm -hmm. it's not the worst Godzilla movie we have ever seen. See, I would agree with your rating, but I would mix it up a little bit by saying it's one thumb up, the other two thumbs are down, but the other fourth hand is giving me the middle finger. It's like, what are you doing, Goro? That's rude. I forgot I could make his hands do other stuff. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. You know what? Um, one thumb up, the other three hands are all below his waist doing that thing where he gets to punch you. The circle oh, yeah. game? Yeah. yeah. So we're just going to make everything gibberish now? Yeah. Is that our I mean, plan? Luke, have you been on this podcast <laughs> before? Have you listened to me talk on this podcast before? That's yeah, true. It's all just mumbo-jumbo. I'm the one who's not living in Neverland like you guys are. Yeah. I take talking about Godzilla movies very seriously. Oh, fuck you, Luke. <laughs> well, if I had to give an honest rating, I'd say this is like a 5 out of 10. It's like so middle of the road. It's not the worst film, but it's just not good. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't have to do that just because of me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, well, Think for yourself for a minute, dude. Right, it's, it's Goro doing four jerk-offs. <laughs> <laughs> Towards me. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, I would give this an 8 out of 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird way to say 4 out of 10. Yeah. Is that the same? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Unless you made it like a 30, then. Yeah. That would be... I think percentage-wise, mine is different. No, it's uh, not. That, it's a perfect uh, halving of that. <laughs> There's <laughs> same <laughs> numbers from 4 to 10. Mm, that's true. <laughs> I'm lost. Uh, I'm already lost. So you give this a... I'll give it an 8 out of 20. I just okay. said that. Okay. Hey, listen, I'll go with Okay. Back. Now I feel dumb. <laughs> we, we, you decided to play with us, and we totally shut you down. I feel so bad about it. I mean, I deserve it probably. Yeah. It's like these kids who have these like really cool... I've run afoul of some trickster god in my travels, yeah. I'm sure. No worries. We've well, all been there well before. Said. But yeah, an 8 out of 20. Right. Um, it's a bad movie. Honestly, like most Godzilla movies, as I've come to learn. <laughs> yes. I, th- I was hoping it was going to be good because, like, they were going to take it seriously. But 
And honestly, like, I kind of want to see the Japanese version to see how it differs. What if we did that for the next one? Yeah. We could do that. I mean, we, one of us should check to see how much it differs before we... Yeah. I bet we're, we're, we're going to watch it. It's all going to be white guys. Yeah. It's all... They, like, they, <laughs> the Japanese parts were filmed in America. Yeah, yes. All the white guy stuff was filmed in Japan. This film is actually about Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> it came over to the States. We're like, this is really weird. we got to make this more like a Godzilla film. <laughs> Some Japanese guys in. Yeah, it was like a variety show starring Godzilla, sponsored by Dr. Pepper, and yeah. Camel Cigarettes. Yeah, See, I would watch that every day. Yeah. Godzilla yeah. smoking Camel Cigarettes. Yeah. Godzilla smoking Dr. Pepper. I, <laughs> get, I give it a higher rating than Blue it probably mind. deserves. <laughs> I give it a higher rating than it probably deserves because I did enjoy watching it with you jerks. Oh, thanks, man. It was an easy movie to make fun of. It was. Yeah. That was oh, a good yeah. one. Well... You had said something interesting where you're like, uh, that it wasn't like, it was, wasn't campy enough. It was, they were trying to go back to basics and kind of make it, which I think was kind of a detriment because I would rather have watched a 90 minute just schlock fest. And Brandon, you were 100% correct where you're like, this is middle of the road. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's the worst thing a movie can be. (laughs) I would rather have watched something that was really like, you know, what? hot, tense, you know, thriller of, you know, this very sobering kind of horror movie of the dangers of atomic war and all this other shit. Like, at the beginning of the movie, like, he shows flashbacks of the black and white 1950, whatever version of the movie. And, like, all that stuff looks, like, kind of disturbing and, like, scary. It's black and white photos of victims and blood and all this shit. It's, like, really dark. So, like, there's that kind of Godzilla movie. And then there's the Godzilla fucking, you know... Shooting basketball with Charles Barkley. Oh, I wish that was that. <laughs> you know, it's like this was this yeah was, going on dates with Farrah Fawcett. Yeah. So Farrah so Fawcett. fucking middle of the road, and it was all the political stuff. Like, okay, we were finding things here and there to like pick apart and make fun of, but yeah, it was it was a slog to get through until Godzilla shows up, and then even then it was not that good. Yeah, it wasn't even that. It's like it's a movie that man. should be for Godzilla fans, but I don't even think it's that. It's not yeah. for anybody really. Yeah. I don't know who was it for. So a lot of disappointed uh, Japanese kids in the I mean, 80s. I feel like we've talked about this, but it's the ones we've enjoyed the most have been, like you said, either the more serious or just the super campy ones. Like Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster still might be my favorite oh. one because that one's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Highly recommend Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster. That's my rating. <laughs> Is that the one where the words get... The words get stuck in my throat. Yeah, no, that's uh, no, no, that's uh, War of the Gargantuas. Oh, yeah, that that's right, that's a completely too. different. Movie. Yeah, I've got that. I've got a patch of that on the back of my jacket. Oh, nice! I gotta look at that jacket later again. Here, yeah, cool. All right, well. So I would say I don't even give my rating. I just yeah, no, no, um, no. I would give it uh, one animatronic Goro from the Mortal Kombat movies. Nice thumb <laughs> up, and the other two are not working because yeah. they. Robotics. Those what about work on the puppet? I forgot how bad that one? looked in the movie. What, what about the other one? The, they're all just lying there because the well, puppet. No, but you said one. you said two others. But what about the fourth option? No, all three of them aren't working, and oh, the okay. one yeah. is doing this. Okay. And then the 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 secret fourth yeah. one's jerk and do the jerk off. Motion. Yeah, it was uh, the actor who played Johnny Cage. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Wow! <laughs> well, that joke just fucking died. What you say? Do you know how to bring the it's energy? It's Brandon <laughs> I just listened. I wanted to get more jerk off. He's the one who who has this running joke of just having a terrible rating system. Well, last year was out yeah. of Godzukis and non Godzukis, but yeah. this year it's all about the Gora rating system. Yeah. Yeah. I've been I've been Four following it out of Godzukis up until now. Yeah, because I want to go along with the crowd. Yeah, thank you. 
<laughs> and also, it takes too long to explain Godzuki's on top of the Goro system. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but that reminds me that we've just gotten a stupid game, so I need to go grab something while you guys vamp a little bit. Perfect. Oh, uh, Jesus. Do you like stupid games? Quit playing. Stupid games. Uh, I love stupid games. Have you ever been a child? I, I was at one point a child. D would you? Did you have what you would consider a childhood? I would consider that a childhood. Perfect. It was terrible, but yes. That's even better. <laughs> you're going to love our first game. Oh, uh, no. It's called Licking a 9-Volt Battery. Licking a 9-Volt. Ask your parents for permission. <laughs> Do I have to lick this battery? Yeah, we all lick it. Here, yeah, I'll start. Well, well, I, got, I got our own one. Okay. Okay. Well, I would rather lick something that hasn't already been licked. No, that's the clean one. The one that has yeah. been licked. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, wait, can I, can I so, ask, why are we doing this? So, we have noticed in every single Godzilla or kaiju <laughs> film in general, electricity always plays a theme. That's an important part. It that's did in this one, too. Yeah, that's why I, I almost said it. Like, the 9-volt the battery game is going to make a lot more sense. Yeah. Although, I think the original re reason we started it is because I just wanted to lick a 9-volt battery. Yeah, we found this well, reason later. But you know what yeah. it fits? Yeah. Uh, so then is we this just... kind of like a lame version of doing like a shot? No, no it doesn't. This it is does, the it cool doesn't version of doing a shot. It just, yeah. it just feels weird. Feels good. Yeah. Like, have you licked an I wouldn't say good. I can't say I've but... ever licked a battery. I guess you've no. never had a childhood. No. Yeah, exactly. I've like, a good child. I'm always, I'm always amazed by the number of people who haven't done this as a child. Like, well, that's why I like this. Did game. you not have a dad? I had, I had, <laughs> you know, divorce to occupy my time. So oh, okay. My family was rent in two, and oh. I wasn't spending time licking batteries. Man. I'm sorry, man. What's it like for a five year old to be divorced? <laughs> <laughs> how how was that babe though? <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it, man. All right, um, uh, battery time. Here we go. Ah, no, I don't. Ah. Like, I never like it. I we never do, like we do, it. We do it in turns. Mm, here we go. All right, I'm gonna go now. See how it feels. Okay. Whose battery do you want to like? I wiped it off already. Oh, this is a strong one. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, Luke yeah, always loves spending it. some time on that one. Oh, he's got two. Oh boy. Ah. Oh. Ooh, stronger. Double your pleasure. Ah. It's got a horrible taste to it. Yeah. This one's not very. Yeah, it tastes like pain. We uh, yeah. we jokingly ah! for for one of these we did a uh, licking a switch cartridge because we found out they put bittering agents so kids don't eat them, and we decided to stop doing the game because not only did it taste really bad, it actually made our whole like taste buds messed up for the whole night. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Is that what happened? So yeah, the whole were... night everything tasted funny. I, I thought it was just boring. No, oh, yeah, it's probably boring anymore. Too. You couldn't Plus, enjoy like... those uh, popsicles. I mean, oh yeah, so, those are you. delicious. There you go. Why do you keep doing it, man? It's good. It's good. It's good. Good. But uh, I figured we'd bring back another stupid game classic. If I that one did long enough, if that one didn't make enough sense to you, then we have uh, what role did Ron Canada play? Where in the world? Run Canada. No. Um, yes. What was that? USA. 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 So, Run Canada is an actor that was in Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. And, okay. Uh, we got obsessed with him because of his name, but uh, when we looked up his IMDb, <laughs> his name, his real name is Ron Canada, but when we looked up his IMDb, he's been in over like 98 films. Okay. So, we decided to start doing a game of naming a film Ron has been in, giving you three roles that he played, and seeing if you could guess. So in the classic Just Like Heaven, uh, the comedy romance vehicle of 2005, starring the lovely, I don't know, some actor and other Chris actor. Rock? Isn't that movie? No, not Chris Rock. <laughs> um, 2005 sounds like... Isn't that the one where like, he dies? 
And he's a ghost? Yeah, it's Reese Witherspoon and Mark Ruffalo, but that's, uh, I think Reese Witherspoon's like a ghost that needs to come back to life through the power of love, I want to say. That sounds Wait, like a horrible movie. movie. Is this? <laughs> what? You guys don't remember Just Like Heaven from 2005? No. Just Like Heaven? I thought that was the Chris Rock movie. Like, Yeah. Just, uh, this it's, it's basically Heaven Can Wait. Which is I think that's oh heaven can wait that is the yeah Christmas which one. is uh, yeah. which is not a good it's movie. A it's also a remake of that seventies movie we're like oh, yeah they hold on to the touchdown pass exactly same shit all right I'm, I'm looking up just like heaven again no you can't look because it's gonna ruin the game well Ron I want to see what the fuck you're talking about I'm not gonna look at Ron Canada okay but in the film of just like heaven starring Reese Witherspoon and Mark Ruffalo what role did Ron Canada play was it a janitor b doctor. <laughs> Or C, superintendent. Superintendent, baby! Final answer. Okay, ooh, he's already locked in. I thought just the guest was supposed to vote. No, uh, I think we janitor. All, we okay. all, we um, all vote. There are three of us, we all vote. All right, so what's left? So you have janitor, you have doctor, and then you have I'm, superintendent. I'm going to say doctor, then. Guys, our guest has one big. No! <laughs> he was Dr. Walsh in the classic film, Just Like Heaven, we all remembered from 2005. My yeah. hubris! God. <laughs> I know superintendent felt good, right? Like, it felt real good to say. Yeah. Uh, it felt real good to yell. Superintendent Canada. Oh, Do we have a, uh, what's the deal with these kaijus? I mean, what is the deal with these kaijus? What's the deal with these kaijus? What's the deal with these kaijus? What's the deal with these kaijus? Another great jingle. So, what the deal with these kaijus? Another <laughs> great game that we play where we debate what are kaijus and what aren't. So kaijus, as you know, traditionally are giant monsters in original Japanese cinema, but now they've spread it, become an international sensation, so we've started debating what are actual kaijus and what aren't. I got so, one. Well, Martin's got the list, so I'm uh, going list. I do, I do have the list here. So uh, for kaiju, we have certain things on here, like Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horrors. Okay. Uh, the That's Thing from... Uh, well, you know, Fantastic Four? No, okay. no, from from the John Carpenter movie. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, and then Beetlejuice and Jerry Seinfeld. Um, <laughs> under not kaiju, we have things like Borat, uh, My Ex Wife, Dumb and Dumber, and the Beverly Hillbillies. And then under Jews, which is also <laughs> under Schindler's List, we have Jesus, Jeff Goldblum, Zords, and Aaron Klopfer. And uh, then we have curious, maybe yes. Jews, which is just Goliath from the Bible. No, oh, we still don't know. I'm not going to look up the Wikipedia on that. Possibly a Jew. I don't know. Uh, it so, always seems weird when we say somebody's a Jew or not. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I would rather stick to the kaiju versus what is a Jew. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, no, Luke, I'm sorry. What What is your thing for is, uh, what's the deal with these kaiju? Okay, it might be a bit obvious. But gremlins. Ooh. Our ooh. gremlins kaiju, because we talked about them a couple times tonight. So. Uh-huh. I, have, I have an interesting theory I already want to get off the bat, is that they are tiny, so it would make sense, but they work together as like a chaotic force, and they've ruined entire cities each time, much like... Well, yeah, I, you, you count, I guess, all gremlins as like a single gremlin. Mm. They're like they, a communistic kaiju. With the exception of Gizmo, like... Yeah, because they all come from Gizmo. Yeah. I come for Gizmo. <laughs> get that on a t-shirt, man. Like, is Gizmo like, like the chosen one? Like, he's like a... A glitch in the matrix. 
Well, no, I mean he's, they're all, they're supposed to be well, evil, but he just happened to be good. That's why he can be. He's a Mogwai. Mogwais are traditionally good, but when they turn into Gremlins, they become bad. And he's just but, the original one. But no, he gets hit with water, and all the other furry Mogwais come out. The Gremlins yeah, come that, out of him, though. Well, no, no, no. They, the, they the, come the, out. The Mogwais they become Gremlins afterwards. Yeah. When you feed them after midnight, yes. Right. What happens is isn't it always after midnight? Yeah, we yeah all no heard the, that. the movies yeah. the movie doesn't make any sense. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's just it's, okay. it's just there to get the gremlins coming out. Exactly. So I wasn't the only one going that. Da, 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 da. The ones the ones that aren't Giz- Gizmo are naturally mischievous. Yes, that's true. Spike, all the other ones. Exactly. Stripe. I it doesn't matter. It's Stripe or Spike. I I don't remember. I'm sorry. He's pretty cool. He's pretty badass. He is. Yeah. I'd fuck him. Oh, who would? Heavens. Oh, <laughs> heavens to Betsy. <laughs> uh, so my vote is yes. My vote's yes. Gremlins or kaiju? I would say yes too. Uh, a swamp thing. Oh, oh. swamp oh. thing. <laughs> He's amazing. <laughs> you've never seen the Swamp Thing cartoon, oh, I have. Fucking see it. So good. good. The theme song is it's stupid as it's hell. Basically, Wild Thing, but it's, it's exactly what I just said. <laughs> Swamp Thing, he's amazing. Yeah. Like eight times. It's, it's a power ballad, man. The Unmen are the villains. That's yeah. what they're called. I'll stop you, unmen. So, so before we vote on Swamp Thing, what is your vote for the Gremlins? Because that's oh, what we were asking oh, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'll say so. Yeah, Gremlins are on the list. Yeah. Uh, okay, everyone. Does anyone have any evidence to present for Swamp Thing? Other than the theme song, which well, I think has already swayed me. Yeah, the same I mean, he's, you need he's, he's an elemental force. He could become larger, but he has to attach himself to human consciousness. Yeah. But he has a kind of monstrous quality to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is born from a uh, scientific mishap. Well, he's born when a swamp and a thing fall in love. Well, and I make mean, a baby. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's in love with Heather Locklear. Yeah, I know that. That's true. I don't know who is it. It's Adrian Barbeau, I thought. In the movie. Well, she's in the first one, and the second one is Heather Locklear. Uh, well, I'm gonna vote for Swamp Thing too. I'll also vote for Swamp Thing. I'm gonna say no on Swamp Thing. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did we ever get the anybody role? who can fall in love with Adrian Barbeau? <laughs> it's not a kaiju. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you just gonna say all living things aren't kaiju anymore? Well, I like this is a new rule. You ruined the so. game. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? Swamp Thing's gonna have to go in the night kaiju then, I believe. Uh, or is he Jew? <laughs> okay. No, I'm gonna go ahead and make an entirely new list here. I'm gonna call it Dirty Jews. Oh no, I don't like that list at all. <laughs> That's a bad Guess idea. what? To get Luke to change his vote. Oh no. Well, you have to. You what? Have to you're sway the him. one saying it. Yeah, you're the one spreading the hate, Martin. No, you're the one saying Swamp Thing isn't a kaiju. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> Alright, we'll make a new list that I don't care, and that's where Swamp Thing goes under. Please don't put it under Dirty Please don't Jews. Put it under, just, uh, put okay. it under anything but Dirty Jews. I don't want this podcast Jews. to be listed as hate speech. <laughs> I don't care slash Dirty Jews. No, don't. Get the slash out of there. Wait, no, the slash would be... Get the whole thing up. You've already said Dirty Jews like 18 times well, in the podcast. Yeah, as long as we have this point, I know we got a couple things more to do, but I want to introduce a new segment Ooh. where like, I watch a lot of television... I want to have a segment where I guess shows that are about to come out based just on the trailers. Oh. And right now, I was telling, I was texting you guys about it earlier, I want to do Roseanne, because it's mm. about to come back on ABC, I believe. Very funny. And yeah, very funny. <laughs> it's a very funny Christian channel. 
Is ABC Christian? I mean, it's owned by Disney. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So, like, Christian in the way, like, they can trick people into giving them money. Right. But I've been watching the trailers for this. I've been airing them a lot. And I think what the first episode is going to entail, because as you guys, I'm sure, know, in the last season of Roseanne, it was like, they got rich, but then it turned out in the last episode, he was just running a story, and Dane was dead, Jackie mm-hmm. was a lesbian, or, yeah, Jackie was a lesbian, mm-hmm. and all this dumb bullcrap. It was a real wild last season. Now, uh, there's obviously a scene from the trailers where, like, Roseanne wakes up Dan, and he's got a CPAP machine on, and he's like, I thought you were dead! <laughs> and, like, that's clearly going to be the very first scene of the first episode, her waking him up. Most likely. To establish that, like, okay, he's alive. I think they're going to keep Jackie as a lesbian, okay, because mm-hmm. why not? It's 2018. Yeah, and I think the big crux of the first episode in the entire first season is going to be, is it Darlene, their daughter? Darlene, get, I think, uh, the has, dude... Has a kid? They already had a kid, I believe. Okay. But uh, I think they're, she's going to get a divorce okay. from the guy from the Big Bang Theory... Because oh, they, because oh, they couldn't uh, get uh, him. Johnny Glucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, J- was it J- Jimmy Glucky? Young Johnny? Sheldon. No, no, no. no. <laughs> he's not, he's not, he's not Sheldon. The other, the other dude from Big Bang. Yeah, yeah. J- Jimmy Glucky, Johnny Glucky. Yeah, I think it's something like that. Johnny Glucky, something like something that. Like but yeah, he was her husband in the oh, original that's right, series. That's right. And I'm thinking they couldn't get him because it doesn't sure. look like he's going to be in it. Sure. Yeah. He's, he's too he, big now. He might pop. So, yeah. In, so yeah. Darlene gets divorced from him. And has to move back in with her parents. And I think that's going Hijinks to be... Hijinks and Sue. Exactly. I think that's going to be... And I think that's also why they're making Roseanne a Trump supporter. Ugh. Because then they get to have the clash between right. her and Darlene. I, because otherwise, why would there be a fucking clash? Because they shouldn't just shouldn't make this fucking TV series. <laughs> with, with any other uh, presidential candidate... Uh, I could understand. I could see like the comedy in it. Yeah. But that's not funny. Yeah. Like making this beloved TV character now a horrible human being. I mean, it's not funny. I I, I agree, and I don't think it would happen if she weren't like an actual Trump supporter. Yeah. Which she is. That's the only reason it's happening. And I've never been a huge fan of like the show Roseanne or Roseanne Barr in general. Um, I'm even less of a fan now. Yeah. So. uh, I don't know, man. I mean, she can have her fucking comeback and be a. You know, as secure as she wants. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah, that's true because we don't know what's happened yet. Yeah. yeah, well, join us for next episode. It's when I predict Legion season two, I, right. which actually, I'm actually really excited for. Can we also not have a fucking conversation that doesn't involve fucking Donald Trump? I yeah. permeated yeah. every aspect of our human Once consciousness. I, I, I want to add on to Luke's thing. I think they are going to have that scene where she wakes up John Goodman. But then he's also going to die ten seconds later. <laughs> that would be pretty yeah. funny, actually. Well, I think... John and then Go- that's why she's a Trump supporter, because Obama did it. I Obama see. actually was there unplugging the machine. Yeah. He's not going In to a die... special guest cameo. Because John Goodman made a deal with a demon. That's why he's thin now. Oh, yeah. That makes and sense. he's going to live for at least 30 more years before he has to serve in hell. Hey, yeah. I need to see him in one more movie that's as good as 10 Cloverfield Lane. you seen Flight? I haven't. <laughs> One more He's Coen awesome Brothers in, movie. He's awesome in Flight. Oh. The new that's the reason. Movie. That's the reason he had a ponytail in that last season of Community. No, oh. oh. I thought <laughs> it was just for style. No, it was because he was filming Flight. Well, I oh. feel like uh, to speed it up a little bit, I'm gonna make the 
the history of 1985 a little quick. We usually go over the year. The most important thing in 1985 is that baby Brian Kirkman was born. So I think that's the biggest thing. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> December 6, 1985. Rule Brandon. Uh-huh. There you go. Oh, yeah. and, very... and the world was never the same. No. Exactly. It was uh, much worse. Excuse me, I've got something else very yeah, he important. He set the world on fire. Uh, guess who wrote a song titled 1985? That's right, Bowling for Soup. Oh, boy. And read... history done. I'd rather bowl for pizza. They were around back then? Oh, they wrote a song called no, 1985. 1985. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm less pissed off now. Uh, so we can zoom through that, and then we can get to recommendations. Few good recommendations, but what are you guys feeling? I mean, I've I've got a recommendation. I don't have any plot. Like, yeah, I got. Uh, let's just say our fucking recommendation. Yeah, why are we do it? Why are we being coy about Wait, this? I'm just, I want to recommend. On. What is this? <laughs> oh, you can just recommend anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. I want to recommend American Dad because they released a couple of new seasons from T- the TB, a couple of new TBS seasons on Hulu, and it's really good. Yeah. Like uh, like the last couple of Fox seasons, I was like, "This is getting bad" because like every episode has a premise, then a montage, then the end of that premise. Mm. The new seasons don't do that. No, no, they get real weird. Yeah, and they're really funny. Well, yeah, I've had this debate with a few comedian friends before too, of like always shitting on Family Guy, which I understand, but uh, American Dad's actually pretty well written. Oh yeah, yeah no, I think that's where all of the writers who did like maybe the first season of Family Guy went. Yeah, because it's like. A lot of these jokes are funny the same way the first season of Family Guy was. Yeah. Um, but I feel like for my recommendation, I'm going to break from the whole persona Shimagami Tensei uh, tree for a little bit. I finished a book called Pachinko by uh, Min Jin Lee, and uh, it's really great. Um, when I describe it to people, it's a very simple book. It's basically about Koreans who moved to Japan and then the Japanese being very racist towards them. <laughs> but it's a pretty good book. Hmm. It's uh, basically set from like uh, all the way from World War II to modern day. Uh, but it's a really interesting thing about basically culture, immigration, and how people are treated. So, uh, an actual recommendation once it's not a video game. <laughs> That's right. Yes. I read books. Yeah, sounds uh, pretty gay. Thank you. <laughs> hey, it's 2018, baby. First off, I meant great game job, game. Luke. Great job. Second off, thank you for shit talking video games, Brandon. Yeah. I'd like to recommend Celeste, a oh. wonderful platformer. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> thank you. Oh, nice. Uh, do I have anything? Um,. What? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know what? Actually, yes. Because uh, we were talking about fucking uh, the 80s a minute ago, and now that Toys R Us is fucking R.I.P. Well, closing, um, I recommend a fantastic, if you haven't watched it already, I think it's in four or five part uh, Netflix uh, documentary series called The Toys That Made Us. It's, uh, first episode is about Star Wars, and there's an episode about uh, He-Man, G.I. Joe, Barbie. He-Man. I think there's a... Uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, it fucking will tug at your heartstrings, man. If you were a kid that grew up in the 80s and 90s, fucking check it out. If you ever owned a toy, I would highly recommend it. I'm glad Thanks you recommend that because I saw that on Netflix. I'm like, oh, I should do this. Maybe not. I don't know. I'll wait to hear about it. So. It's, it's great, man. Seriously. The uh, the episode about Star Wars, for sure, definitely like uh, hits home. It got me. Sure. Yeah. It got me. It got gets me right here, man. So, yeah. Check it out. Cool. Well, then, uh, I think we just got plugs. Yeah. Well, uh, as always, I want to plug the uh, Cupcake Comedy Cabaret open mic and showcase uh, every Thursday at the Gallery Cabaret. 
Uh, open mic is from 6.30 to 8. Showcases from 8 to 9. Always a good time. Always free cupcakes. Always great comedians. Free cupcakes? Free yeah. cupcakes. Oh, shit. This, this boy bakes them, too, and they're yeah, really good. Yeah. Hey, okay, hey I, didn't, I didn't spend $40,000 in culinary school for nothing. <laughs> I did it so I could feel sad about spending $40,000 in culinary school. Nice. Yeah. The plan worked out. <laughs> yes, it did. They're tiny uh, cupcakes. But they're very Oh, yeah. Way, <laughs> way to diminish it. Really. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. he, he you know I love your cupcakes. Of, he bakes the same amount of cupcakes that you would for large cupcakes. Yeah, right? yeah. It's just so everyone can grab one. Oh, it makes it they're, easier. Just, they're good cupcakes. They're just But then yeah. Chicago comedians eat too many of the cupcakes, so then Martin has to make a post saying, please eat less so other people can have cupcakes. Oh, Jesus. I just, it's just common courtesy, Brandon. Why are <laughs> it, you doing this to me? It's true, though. I agree with that 100%. It's just sad that we have to tell people very basic human things. Uh, for my plug, just follow me at Kirkman Brandon uh, on Twitter because it's good content all the time. Oh, I forgot I had a second plug. Uh, follow Brandon Kirkman on Twitter. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. I okay. got nothing. I got. Uh, let me see what my Instagram name is because I don't even <laughs> fucking remember. Maybe you assholes can follow me or some shit. What is my name? Yeah, we had some listeners out there. It's, uh, it's, yeah, my Instagram is just JP. I mean, they so probably don't appreciate you calling them assholes. You guys are assholes. <laughs> I mean. Take to make it in this crazy world, you gotta be a little bit of an asshole. Yeah. Mm. But uh, I feel like oh, we lost one already. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys very much for uh, having me on your Azuki podcast. No, no, thanks for being here. Horrible goddamn movie, and now I never want to do a podcast ever again. Yeah, get it out of your system. You're free. Yeah. Fantastic. That's great. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to walk down the road. Every other mediocre white man has walked down. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Well, I am going to start that podcast about white men doing podcasts called <laughs> The Infinity Loop. <laughs> is it just so, never-ending you crying into a microphone? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a Mobius strip of sadness. <laughs> uh, well, on that note, and I think Luke's ping loud enough that we can catch it on the mic, I think our new sign-off is Luke ping. Yeah, I don't like that. It's like dumping hey! a... <laughs> okay, that's good. I'll take good enough it. for me. Good night, everybody. Take that to the bank and smoke it. Good night. You have not yet complied with our order. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. The words get stuck in my throat. <laughs>